Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. My name's Em. If you don't know, now you know. Hi guys. Can you? Hi guys. Um, how was your week? How was people? Sorry, I'm sitting in front of the patio windows, like my sliding doors, and people just drive like fucking maniacs. Like I don't think anybody actually knows how to drive. Um, anyways, how was your guys' week? What did you do? Who did you see? I don't know. I thought that, like, a couple days ago, or a couple weeks ago, no, a couple days ago, um, I had, like, I don't remember where I was, but I had thought of a really good podcast, like, intro, like, a little thing that I say every time at the start of each episode. I don't remember what it is. Did I write it down? No. I don't know why I didn't write it down, but I have no idea what it was, (laughs) and it makes me sad because I think that it was good. Like, obviously, it was good enough for me to remember or, like, to think, you know. Anyways, um, so I don't have anything. Do we have a jingle yet? I'm hoping that last week had a jingle. I'm recording these on the same day, so I changed my outfit. I'm wearing a bandana today because you'll see why. Um, but I'm hoping that last week's episode, I did a jingle or something because that's going to be the first episode that has video so here's your fyi guys if you didn't watch last week or if you didn't listen to last week we have video now so i'll link the youtube channel in the show notes and it'll be on the instagram and stuff like that so you can go watch this if that's something that you want to do which is crazy and if i have the timing right i think the first like vloggy ish video will be up by the time that this goes up so go see those um but yeah how was your week guys how what did you do did you do anything fun um i was gonna i don't know what i've done um i'm recording these on the same day so you know how it goes i had the day off of work so we're like doing two episodes in one day so that i'm not panicking about it this weekend but anyways um yeah I guess we're gonna get like right into today so guys the weather here is unreal right now it is plus six today um I'm gonna go for a walk after this which I probably said in the last episode I feel I recorded that like 30 minutes ago do I remember anything that I said no I think I just black out while I'm recording anywho we're gonna go for a walk after this episode is recorded because it is so freaking nice out i can't get over it like i cannot get over it i'm so excited to be done recording so that i can open all the windows because if they're open all you hear is road noise because i live off of a very busy street um but yeah so the warm weather (laughs) does something to me i feel like every year my sister was making fun of me the other day she was like Oh, it's almost February. It means Emily's gonna, you know, become an outdoorsy person again. And she's not wrong. Basically, like, every single year at this time of year, I get so excited and so, like, I just look forward to summer so bad. And it happens every year. Like, every single year. Especially the last couple years. Um, I just, I don't know. I love spring and summer and something about it just brings it. Like, I'm planning camping trips already, guys. I don't have a tent. I don't have any camp. Like, I don't have a camping stove. I don't have a backpack. I don't have anything. But I've already, like, planned where I'm going this summer. 
Is that psychotic? Yes. Also, I so badly want to go to Grand Tetons. Tetons? Tetons? Titans? I'm pretty sure it's Tetons. Tetons. Anyways, the National Park in Wyoming. I want to go so bad. I have never wanted to go somewhere more than I want to go there. To the point that I was like, I was looking at how expensive flights would be to get there. They're actually not that bad. A round trip would be like 650 bucks, but that does mean flying to Salt Lake because you can technically fly straight into the park, but it's a lot more expensive and it's a lot more rare to find flights. Um, so I would probably fly to Salt Lake and then rent a car or something, but like 650 bucks for a round trip and you like backpack. Anyways, so that's where I want to go if you cared. Maybe one day we'll do like a bucket list travel video because I think that would be fun because my travel bucket list is like extensive. It's ridiculous how many places I want to go. It's not ridiculous. Traveling is like the coolest fucking thing ever. But every time I add a new place to the list, I'm like, maybe I should like check some of these off first before I start adding 8 million more. The cats are here. If you see them, I apologize. I don't actually because they live here and it's their house. But if you hear them and or see them, they're here. Um, I broke, like, literally two minutes before I started recording this, I broke the little adapter for my computer that lets me plug in my mic straight to my computer because I don't know how to actually have a podcast, so I don't have one of the, like, mix boxes that you use, and my computer only has USB-C. Anyways, as I was saying, yeah, I think I want to do, like, a bucket list of travel destinations, like a episode about that because I have so many places that I want to go. But yeah, I want to go to Grand Tetons really bad. And I don't know, it's just like every single spring, it's not spring, it's January. But when it starts getting warmer, I A, want to be outside so much more. And I also like my entire For You page and my entire homepage on YouTube right now is people in vans and I want to live in a van so bad. I texted my mom the other day and I was like, I want a dog and I want a van. And she was like, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know either. I just, I want to live in a van so bad. I will at one point in my life before I'm 30, I will build out a van guaranteed there's no way that I can't do it but yeah and one thing that comes along with that when I find that every time that I get kind of like into van lifers like Linnea and Akila, on well I watch them on YouTube but they're on Instagram and stuff I am obsessed with Linnea like she is the coolest fucking person to me and I don't know, every single time that I watch one of her videos, and I'm like, I'm going back and like, because I just found their channel, I'm going back and finding old, old, old videos from when she was like first building out her van, and I'm just obsessed with her and the dog and Chris, like everything about them. I love her whole vibe and her whole lifestyle. It's so cool to me, and as I was saying, when I get onto that side of the internet of people who live in vans and you're super like granola side of the internet it comes along with a lot of people talking about sustainability and like granola products granola swaps that type of stuff which I when I was younger 
or even like until super recently I was always conscious of stuff like that I was super lucky both of my parents always growing up did like while we were growing up were super conscious about recycling reusing stuff like that like my mom has a compost my dad built her like this awesome compost that's in their backyard my mom's gardens um everything gets recycled like it's just they've always been conscious of that my dad if something can be reused it's gonna be reused for different things you know like the whole nine so I've always been aware of the importance of recycling and that type of stuff so yeah I've always been like conscious of the importance of those types of things but it wasn't until really recently that I'm becoming like more and more aware of the impact that the products that I use on a day-to-day basis have on the environment and have just in general like that's something that I'm becoming alarmingly aware of which obviously there's some things that I've always like known have an impact on the environment and stuff like that like plastic bags for example we like Canada got rid of plastic bags a while ago now like we don't have plastic bags in grocery stores or any stores you can't get a plastic bag um like stuff like that I've always known obviously but now it's like going through my house and like just products that I use on a day-to-day basis I'm like oh shit this is like this has like a huge impact you know so we're gonna kind of talk about that today and different like sustainable swaps that you can make in your everyday life or like companies that you should try to avoid um because there's a lot so let's just start um first of all first and foremost I have my laptop down here so if you're watching sorry I'm gonna be reading off of here um what is eco-friendly slash eco-positive eco-friendly these I'll put all the links for where I found all the info in the show notes or the description box um eco-friendly refers to living in a way that is not harmful to the environment And this is becoming increasingly important as there has been so many, like, irreparable, irreparable man-made damages to the planet. It's insane. Like, I know that something, we'll touch on this later, but, like, eco-friendly or green products or clean products, whatever you want to call it, so many companies slap that on their products and claim to be eco-positive and whatever else. It is so important that you look into those companies companies lie for everything like don't believe packaging on anything so do your research whatever what is carbon neutral which is another term that i had heard a lot and i like kind of understood what it was but i wasn't 100 percent positive that i was like understanding correctly um more and more companies are pledging to become carbon neutral net zero or even climate positive carbon neutral means that any co2 released into the atmosphere from a company's activities is balanced by an equivalent amount being removed. Climate positive means that activity goes beyond achieving net zero carbon emissions to create an environment benefit by removing additional carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. Carbon neutral or carbon neutrality is the balance between emitting carbon and absorbing carbon emissions from carbon sinks or simply eliminate all carbon emissions altogether. Carbon sinks are any systems that absorb more carbon than they admit, such as forests, soils, and oceans. 
Okay, so that's like a rundown on popular terms. We're gonna, I have a couple different brands that I'm gonna chat about that are greenwashing, um, which we'll also get to greenwashing. Um, and then later on, we'll like chat about things that I'm using or things that I'm switching to that you can also use. I'll put, yeah, we'll get there. Greenwashing essentially refers to brands that put out these like big claims or big proclamations about their intentions to be more eco-friendly, be more carbon neutral, be more, what was the other word? Climate positive. Um, But they're not actually doing that. So essentially they're lying. They're getting, like they're putting a cute little green leaf or something on their packaging to say like, we have the intention of removing all of our plastic waste, whatever it is. These are those types of companies. Fast fashion brands is the first one. Um, Like, there's so many. H&M, Zara, Uniqlo. Like, there's so many. Sheen. Oh my fuck, I can't even begin to talk enough about Sheen. Um, So, this is like, H&M released their Conscious line. Like, Conscious was the name of the line that claimed to use organic cotton. Organic cotton. And recycled polyester. However, they didn't actually give any proof or source of that being the case. Like, they basically just said, like, here's this line. It's it's made of, like, these really good materials and all of this and recycled products. But they didn't actually, like, prove any of that. So it's just, like, these blanket statements. Plastic water bottle companies. I, oh, I have such a hatred for plastic water bottles. Don't get me wrong. Do I understand that there is sometimes that that's the best alternative? If you go to a concert or something, they obviously can't let you bring in reusable water bottles. And what is the alternative? You know, like what is aside from plastic? I'm sure there is. I'm sure that somebody somewhere has come out with an alternative to plastic water bottles in that type of setting. I don't know. So maybe I'll look into that. But What gets me most about plastic water bottles is, oh, you see people on TikTok that buy reusable water bottles. I have a million reusable water, not a million. I have a couple reusable water bottles. Like my, I have, let me just, I have a Stanley. I love my Stanley. She's great. I have a Yeti. Yeti will hold my heart forever. That is my all time absolute favorite water bottle ever. It is incredible. I have two Nalgene's. And then I have one of those like giant, like it's like a gallon of water. Um, I don't use it. I used to use it when I was younger. I bought it from Amazon, which we'll get to Amazon. I fucking hate Amazon, but I bought it from Amazon. Yeah. And then I have that big like gallon water bottle. I also have a Brita in my fridge because I don't have like RO water in my apartment, obviously, and I don't like our tap water, so I use my Brita, which also, now that I say that, I saw some things on TikTok that Brita's actually don't do anything, and I meant to look into that, and then I forgot, so Brita's might not do anything, but as I was saying, I have reusable water bottles. I use them every single day, and what gets me is you see these people on TikTok that, first of all, TikTok, the whole industry of like overconsumption on tiktok is so 
absurd to me. Like, it blows my mind how people get away with their overconsumption levels and nobody says anything. But anyways, as I was saying, the people on TikTok who they, like, open their cabinet and they have 20 different Stanleys and then they pull them out and they grab plastic water bottles and they fill them with plastic water bottles defeats the whole fucking purpose of having a reusable water like it is so frustrating to me because the whole concept behind reusable water bottles is to not use plastic water bottles it's to eliminate the waste that comes with like single-use products like that because a plastic water bottle for the most part that is like a single-use product you can use it at like while you're drinking the original some people reuse them and I understand that but also then at that point just buy reusable water bottle. I just oh it makes me mad and then people try and like defend it and they're like well I don't like the taste of tap water I'm like well I don't like the taste of plastic in the fucking ocean and you suck as a person if you're that person obviously there's like circumstances if your tap water is non-potable if they're like that I understand If you live in a major city where you can, like, buy a water filter that just hooks onto your tap, you have no, you have no excuse. You're wasting so much money on plastic water bottles. That shit is expensive. Second of all, that is, like, you're just consistently throwing out plastic. And you know those people aren't recycling. You know those people are not recycling those plastic water bottles. They're going in the garbage. Evil people. Anyways, plastic water bottle companies. um ikea sadly enough i love ikea i've been once but i love ikea um ikea was linked to illegal logging in ukraine in june 2022 again i'll put links for where i found all of this in the show notes so if you want to like look further into it um starbucks are we surprised no i don't drink starbucks anymore i refuse to but they yeah they were like plastic waste everything again will be linked Coca-Cola, are we surprised? Um, Coca-Cola in 2020 was ranked number one plastic polluter in, like, Break Free from Plastics is a company that does, like, a yearly report on plastic polluters, and Coca-Cola was ranked number one in 2020, so, Nestle, I have some things I could say about Nestle. If we had my brother here, if Austin was here, I don't think he listens to the podcast, but if Austin was here... He could go on for hours about Nestle. (laughs) Like, homie will not buy products from... Anyways. Um, In 2018, they released a statement that said they had ambitions for their packaging to be 100% reusable or recyclable by 2025, but they never released targets, timelines, or additional efforts to make this happen. So nothing actually changed. They just put out that statement, and they were like, we're going to do this, like, extraordinary thing in the next seven years, but then never made any, you know yeah um thinks period underwear i have never used thinks they're like reusable period underwear i just fucking said what that was um and the whole so like the whole purpose of reusable period products is that you don't have to throw them out so let's just say like the average i don't want to say woman the average person who menstruates um goes through about 20 tampons per cycle if they use tampons and that's on an average obviously there's some that use less some that use more um that's a lot because those are all going straight into the garbage 
and along with like the plastic wrapper on them and the plastic at least like the ones I used to use or plastic applicator I know you can get reusable applicator like you can get like a reusable applicator and then you buy the tampons that don't come in any packaging like in any applicator and you use that so that does help you are still throwing out those tampons um same with pads you're throwing out those pads so um reusable products are designed to like cut down on that waste but thinks apparently i think there was a lawsuit or something they apparently use chemicals known as pfas pfas or pfas essentially these chemicals never break down so the chemicals that are in these underwear never break down and also they are not super great to have close to your cooter you know like that's not shit that you want to be putting right there so they're well yeah so that's one or that's like number five (laughs) um kirkland cleaning products which i've never used the kirkland ones but i have used method cleaning products which are on the list um they had a class action complaint filed against them for their products not meeting the guidelines that are required to be a non-toxic product so there's like actual i don't know if it's through the fda or how that works but there is like actual guidelines that a product and a company needs to meet especially for like cleaning products and stuff like that there is guidelines that they have to meet to be clear like be declared non-toxic and method doesn't meet those apparently which makes me really sad because um i use method products all for all of my cleaning products um so i am going to use up what i have for method products and then i think i'm going to try and find alternatives because especially like first of all for people it's not great to be like breathing in chemicals and all that plus i have the cats and i don't really want them like ingesting or inhaling toxic products um last one i have on the list is lush like the beauty i don't know that you call them beauty like the bath company i guess um they use palm oil in their products which i think that they released a thing that said that they were trying to go through their products and find alternatives for the palm oil or find ethically sourced palm oil which i don't even know if that's really an option but there is again it'll all be linked down low down low down below but so that's my list of like common and obviously there's so many more like there is like if I listed every company, we'd be here for the next 20 years. Um, but those are just some of the like major ones that you might not think about. For example, like the cleaning, the Kirkland and the method cleaning products, they claim to be all natural and they claim to be non-toxic and all of this. And that's super easy to believe. Like I believed it (laughs) or like the thinks period underwear. That's like, you know, people use those types of things because they want alternatives to the waste that is going on like so it's understandable why that's a common or like why people don't really there is some like obviously i don't have like an all extensive list of alternatives and swaps some of the stuff that i'm like swapping out in my life to be more eco-friendly um my shampoo and conditioner i just bought shampoo and conditioner at shoppers the other day and as I like got in the car I was just like thinking about the fact that I I have a lot of hair I wash my hair pretty often and I go through shampoo and conditioner like relatively 
quick. And it just, that's a lot of plastic to just be throwing out every time, you know? And there's almost always product like left on the wall or like, yeah, like I guess the wall of the container that you can never really get out. And I just, I don't know. So I'm looking for like solid shampoo and conditioner bars that I'm going to switch to. So once I'm done the shampoo and conditioner that I currently have, I'm going to swap to the solid bars because there's a lot less packaging waste. Typically speaking, they're made with a lot more natural ingredients. Um, so like that helps. There's not like a ton of shit in there that you don't really want on your hair or just on you. So I'm going to swap to those and I'm going to, I've like, I use bar soap, but I also use like liquid body wash. So I think I'm just going to switch to just bar soap because again it's not that plastic waste the and like the cardboard cartons that they come in are really easy to recycle and because they're cardboard they recycle pretty well um so like I'm swapping those want to change the cleaning products that I use which does make me sad because I love the method stuff I love how they smell but yeah or what else oh for like so I don't use tampons anymore um, I switched to, I use a flex cup, which it's like a reusable menstrual cup. Um, I've been using that for a couple months and it is awesome. It's the coolest fucking thing ever. Like it is awesome. <laughs> and it's so nice because you don't, nothing gets thrown out. You can use it for like, I'm going to be able to use that thing until the day I die. Like that's going to, you know, it's something you sanitize it after every period and you know, it's like the easiest thing ever to use. It's no more difficult than a tampon. And you're not throwing out a wrapper, an applicator, and a tampon every single time. You know, like it's just, it's so much better. That's one of the big things that I'm really, really happy that I switched to. Um, it's been awesome. Like it's, you know, it's insane. And even just like, I am so easily influenced on so many things like tiktok is my kryptonite i go on tiktok every single time i go on tiktok there's like seven different things that i found that i'm like "Hmm, i could use this i need this i want this you don't need it you don't need any of it stop buying shit Uh, (laughs) stop buying anything but i am just trying to be a lot more conscious of my purchases and when i'm buying something i'm really like sitting down with myself and saying like a is this something that you even need or do you just need like a dopamine hit you know like is are you just are you a little sad and you just want to buy something that'll make you happy for five seconds you know and i'm also trying to get away from not that i ever was like super into buying like single-use products but i'm trying to prevent buying any single-use products which I don't mean single use by like you use it and then you throw it out. I mean single use by like, I find the kitchen gadgets, this happens a lot. There are so many little like knickknacky things that you can buy for your kitchen that only do one thing. You know, like you can buy like egg yolk separators. There's nothing else that you can use that for aside for separating egg yolk, which you can do with the eggshell. You know, stuff like that, that you... It's taking up space. Eventually, it's probably going to get thrown out because it's not something you're going to, like, pass down or, like, give to somebody. And it's just, I don't want it. I don't want it taking up space in my life. I don't want it taking up space in my house. Oh, investing in clothes, which I know this is, like, a touchy-ish one, but because people like to get mad at me when I 
I was having a conversation with somebody once and we were like friends with the same person. Like we weren't friends, but we were like friends of our, we had like a mutual friend. That's the word. Mutual friends. And we'd like gotten into this conversation. I don't even know how this conversation started, but we started talking about Sheen and like how cheap the clothes are and all of that. And I made like an offhand joke of like, well, yeah, there's a reason that they're so cheap. And she was like, why? I was like, well, they look like shit and they don't pay livable wages. So that's why. <laughs> she was not happy about that. Um, we never spoke again. She like got mad. She was like, well, I can't. She went off. She went off on me a little bit. And she was like, well, I don't think that it's um, like, I don't think we should judge people for being unable to afford like super high end clothes. Like if that's all they can afford, that's all they can afford. And my perspective on that, let me just say, the people that say that type of shit are also the people that are casually ordering $300 plus worth of clothes from Sheen, from H&M, from Zara, from wherever else, every two weeks. And the thing is, all of those clothes are going in the garbage because they're going to fall apart after two wears because they're not made of good quality materials. They're also not made well. And they're not ethically sourced. Like, they're going to end up in the garbage. Or you're going to take them to Plato's Closet where they're going to sell them for $20 when you bought it for 2 And it just keeps this cycle going. Don't fucking buy from places like that. Like, it's ridiculous. It is unnecessary. Obviously, I understand. There is, pe- like, there does need to be an accessibility for affordable clothing. I'm not dismissing that and I'm not denying that. But if you are the person that is ordering 300 plus dollars worth of clothes at a time i guarantee you that you can alternatively go to a good quality company that ethically sources their material and pays livable wages and has suitable work environment like all of that and spend 50 dollars on a t-shirt instead of two dollars on one that's going to fall apart after a wear and you're never going to see again you know like so I'm trying to invest in clothing more. So if like I went through my closet a couple weeks ago or it was months ago, a couple months ago, and I pulled basically everything that I don't wear, which was a lot. Actually, I had a lot of shit in my closet that I have not worn in years. And I took it to Play-Doh's for like some of the stuff that was like brand name or in really good shape. I took it to Play-Doh's. And the rest of it, I took to Value Village, which I don't like taking stuff to Value Village because they up their prices so insanely because they don't base it off of market price. They base it off of what they think they can get for it. So I try not to take stuff to Value Village anymore. I'm going to try and find either like I want to see if the women's shelter. Can I fucking speak? I want to see if the women's shelter in my city accepts clothing donations because next time I go through my clothes, If they do accept donations, I'm going to take it to a women's shelter. Um, But yeah, so I kind of purged my closet and got rid of a lot of stuff that I say get rid of, donated and or sold. A lot of the products that or a lot of the clothes that I don't wear or they're not great quality, whatever it is. And going forward, I'm going to be a lot more intentional with A, where I buy clothes from and like look into the ethics behind those companies. B, what I buy. I don't really want to buy, like, I don't know. I I don't want a capsule wardrobe because I just, I don't think it would suit my lifestyle. 
but I want similar to a capsule wardrobe. You know, like I want to invest in really good quality basics that I can wear every day and that will last for forever and I don't have to worry about throwing out because first of all, I think it just good quality clothes look better. You feel better, they fit better because they are built and like, you know, they are made to last you for years and years and years. Um and it also just makes me feel better knowing that my shirt or my pants or whatever it is was made by somebody who's being paid a fair wage and has good living conditions and work conditions. So investing in clothes is definitely my like one of my big ones. Um, and even just like with food, going to the grocery store or like I've been ordering my grocery, like doing pickup and just being more attentive of like what I use in a week so that stuff isn't getting thrown out. I live alone. So sometimes I struggle with like buying vegetables and fruit and stuff like that, like stuff that goes bad really easily. I buy it and then I almost forget that I have it or it's been like a day too long and then it's gone bad and I have to throw it out. I don't want to do that anymore. So I'm just being a lot more attentive with like what I buy and how much I actually use in a week. So I kind of keep track of like what foods I eat every week, what I use for a snack and stuff like that so that it's less likely that I'm having to throw out food because I don't want to throw it out. You know, like it just, I don't know. I guess like there's a lot of, there's so many swaps you can make. Like you can go on, like go Google or go on TikTok, wherever. There's so many people that are going to be talking about, I'll link a girl that I found her on TikTok. She is awesome. (laughs) She is a, I can't remember what her, she's a grad student and I think it's, I think she's studying water preservation, something like that. Yeah. So she's a grad student and I think she's studying like water preservation or something. I'll, her, yeah, her stuff will be down below. And she does a lot of videos talking about She calls them, like, the granola girl swaps. But essentially what they are is, like, eco-friendly, eco-positive swaps for your hair products, your face products, like, different things in your life, different clothing brands to buy from that are sustainable and they might be, like, small businesses and women-owned or Canadian-based, like, all of these things that can make such a difference and people don't think they make a difference, but they really do. So, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what... I don't know. I hope that this, like, I hope if you took anything from this, first of all, maybe you learned about a brand that you commonly use, like, in the little, I didn't give a super extensive list, but in the list of products or of brands that I was talking about, maybe there's one that you use a lot of products in your, like, day-to-day life that you could find alternatives for, and now you know that these companies are greenwashing or that they are making false claims about their eco-status you can find alternatives or maybe even if this is just like starting a conversation on the podcast about alternative swaps and sustainability and why that's so important um I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm hoping that this summer or even this spring um we're gonna do a podcast episode with my mom and she is gonna come chat I would like her to come chat about eco products and things that she's done in her life because my mom is the eco lady. She is the green lady. Um, <laughs> but like that would be really cool. And I don't know. It's just something that 
I think should be important to everybody. It makes me sad when you see people that are talking about sustainability and like eco-friendly and stuff like that and their comments are like, well, you care about it, so why do I have to care about it? Like, I don't know why anybody cares so much. You should fucking care because if you ever want to have kids on this planet, I don't, but if you do, we are killing our planet. Like, generations before us have destroyed our planet and as much as it sucks to say that it's our job to, like, fix it, it kind of is. Because the fucking boomers aren't going to fix it. You know? They're not doing anything. So, you have the choice. Like, you have the choice to be conscious about the products that you use. And you also have the choice to pick alternatives. And to find sustainable products. To find sustainable companies that you can support instead of contributing to the death of the death of our planet um (laughs) but i don't know so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i feel like the last two weeks have been like a little different in terms of episodes i have some really fun ones planned up we're getting back into the like health and wellnessy string of things string of things that is not the saying either way after this week, we're going to get more into like the health and fitness and wellnessy content again, but I feel like this is just something that's important to talk about. And also, it's my podcast, so I'm going to talk about whatever I want to talk about, and this is what I wanted to talk about today. So, eh, go listen to somebody else if you don't want to hear it. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, go follow the Instagram, guys. It's hey from M. Was I consistent this past week? Maybe. I hope so maybe potentially um go yeah go follow the instagram leave a like leave a comment leave a review whatever they let you do down below um doesn't make a big difference to you but it makes a big difference to me so yeah i hope you guys have an awesome week try and here's your like monday monday mission i was gonna say monday mantra but that's not the right word monday mission go through a drawer in your house whether it be like your bathroom or kitchen whatever else and look at the products that you use on a day-to-day basis And maybe see if you can find something that you can use as a sustainable swap or something that's more carbon neutral or climate positive or sustainable, whatever it is. And yeah, I think that'll be cool to like go through your stuff and see. That's what I've been doing. I've just been going through like a random drawer every day or every couple days and seeing like, hmm, this is like, I'm using XYZ. Is there an alternative that is not only better for myself, but also better for the planet? And that's not me saying, don't just throw out your stuff. (laughs) Use it until it's gone. But then when you go to repurchase, first of all, do I need to rebuy this? Is this something that I actually need? Is this something that is actually benefiting my life? And if yes, try and find a good sustainable swap for it. Anyways, I digress. Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, I'm so grateful you're here. So grateful you're listening. I hope you guys have an incredible week. And yeah, that's all about whoa that's all i've got for today so i will chat with you guys next week i guess okay bye